Dobby comes home. Do you know what day it is? chirped Robbie the Robin, his feathers fluffed up with excitement. Dobby, Santa's tenth reindeer, smiled. Of course I do, she said. Christmas Eve, yelled Robbie. My favourite day of the whole year. Except Christmas Day, obviously. Dobby's belly jiggled as she chuckled. <laughs> Robbie, you do make me laugh, she said. Christmas Eve. Oh, we've been so busy I nearly forgot, said Dobby. Finding fish for Fluffy, decorating the den for Paula. And helping Freddy the fox, added Robbie. Of course, it's been so much fun. Just then, Dobby looked at the snowy ground like she was deep in thought. What's wrong, Dobby? said Robbie, flying up and perching on her shoulder. Uh, I was just thinking about home, said Dobby. Oh, said Robbie. For the first time ever in his life, Robbie didn't know what to say. He looked at the ground too. He was just about to start whistling when Dobby broke the silence. It's Christmas Eve. This is the biggest night of the year for me, said Dobby. And she turned to face her feathered friend. Robbie, it's time to go home. Robbie beamed with beaky delight. You mean home to Santa and all the reindeer? Dobby nodded. Screamed Robbie, and he started to sing his special Christmas song. Gold twinkling tinsel and fairy lit trees, carols by candlelight, crackers and cheese. <laughs> Dobby began to chuckle again. <laughs> Come on! And the best friends set off across the frozen Arctic in search of Santa and his nine very special helpers. They'd been walking for a couple of hours when Dobby spotted something ahead. It was gold with a flash of red on it and it sparkled in the bright white snow. Robbie flew off to take a closer look. It's a parcel, he yelled, hopping from one foot to the other. But who could have left it, he thought. Careful, said Dobby. There might be a polar bear den around here and you don't want to wake up a polar bear in the middle of his beauty sleep, do you? Robbie shook his head. So, where did it come from? whispered Robbie. Hmm, how strange, said Dobby. There are no paw prints here. From the way it was nestled in the soft snow, it was almost as if the parcel had just landed there. Dobby looked up at the Arctic sky. But how could that happen, she thought. Dobby decided the best idea was to put the parcel in her bag to keep it safe. I'll give it to Santa when I see him, she thought. He'll know whose it is. Robbie and Dobby kept walking. They passed the time by singing Christmas carols and talking about their favourite Christmas food. Dobby said carrots, but Robbie couldn't decide between Christmas cake, mince pies, Christmas pudding, Florentines and chocolate Yule log. Ooh. he just decided mince pies were the best of all when Dobby saw something poking out of a snowdrift. 
Robbie flew ahead to check it out. It's a Christmas candy cane, he chirped, circling round it, then landing on top. A candy cane? Out here, said Dobby. This was getting very confusing. Can I eat it? said Robbie. I don't think that's a good idea, said Dobby. It's not yours, but it must belong to someone. The question is, who? If we don't find who it belongs to, maybe then I can eat it, said Robbie. We'll see, replied Dobby, and she popped the candy cane in her bag to keep it safe. As they walked, Dobby thought about the parcel and the candy cane. It was almost as if they'd fallen from the sky. Then she thought about home. Santa would be loading the sleigh about now. She wished she was there to help out and to make sure all the presents were delivered to all the boys and girls around the world. I must get home, she thought, and soon. Parcel! blurted Robbie. It made Dobby jump. Robbie flew over to take a closer look. Like the first parcel, this one was sitting in the snow with no paw prints anywhere near it. It was silver and green and shone like ice crystals in the afternoon sun. This is getting stranger, said Dobby. It's almost as if... And then, as she started to say it, she realised what was going on. They've fallen from the sleigh. Robbie's beak opened, but no sound came out. That was twice in a day he was lost for words, which was definitely some kind of record. We always take the sleigh for a test drive a few days before Christmas, said Dobby. Without me, the tenth reindeer, it must have been unbalanced. Robbie thought for a moment. So, if the parcels and the candy cane fell from Santa's sleigh, he said. Yeah, said Dobby. Then all we need to do to get you home to Santa is to follow them. Turning to his best friend, Robbie smiled the biggest smile ever. Dobby gasped and put a hoof to her mouth. Yes, that's exactly what we need to do. You're a genius, Robbie, she said, planting a great big kiss on his cheek. Robbie's cheeks turned as red as his breast. Now they had a plan and there was no time to lose. Find those parcels, said Dobby. We're going home. Robbie took to the sky so he could get a better look. It didn't take him long to find another clue. Over here, he chirped, flapping his wings in excitement. And then, this way. As she got to the top of a hill, Dobby could see the trail of parcels and sweets for herself, leading to a forest of huge fir trees. Dobby crunched through the snow with Robbie perched on her antler, deeper and deeper into the woodland. Suddenly she spotted a tree with branches the same shape as her antlers. She gave a little gasp. There was one like that near Santa's house. She broke into a trot. Round the antler tree, second fir tree on the left. And there it was. The most perfect little house in the world with hundreds of twinkling fairy lights all over it. Ah, I'm home at last, said Dobby. 
With Robbie perched on her antler, Dobby walked the last few steps to the house and peered through the window. The table was set for a festive feast, with mince pies and yule logs, carrot cake and jugs of carrot smoothie, chocolates and marzipan fruit. We'll enjoy that when we finish all the deliveries tonight, said Dobby. And then the front door creaked open and a jolly little man with red trousers, a snow-white beard and a plump little belly peered out. Santa, said Dobby, and she flung her arms around him. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure you were going to make it in time, said Santa, beaming from ear to ear. Hooray! We're back to full power! <laughs> Good to have you back, Dobby. When Dobby let Santa go, she was surrounded by a few more of her long-lost friends. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna and Blitzen, to be precise. <laughs> Dobby quickly introduced her friends to Robbie. But there was still someone missing. Dobby looked round and spotted a little fir tree with one big red bauble shining among the branches. I can see you, she called. The red bauble moved, and out from behind the fir tree came Rudolph, his nose glowing so brightly it looked like a shiny red Christmas bauble. Rudolph and Dobby greeted each other by rubbing noses which made Rudolph's nose glow even more brightly. Come on, everyone, said Santa. Let's get this sleigh in the air. Finally, Dobby was home, just in time to deliver Christmas joy and happiness to children all around the world. Dobby? Yes? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 